0: Cognitive psychologist Jerome Brunner estimates people are 22 times more likely to remember a fact when it has been wrapped in a story. Why? Because stories are memorable. They help us grab the gist of an idea quickly and they trigger emotion. Decades of research and centuries of wisdom make clear that our brains are wired to remember well-told stories long after the facts grow old. Hi, and welcome to Philosopher Insights. My name's Herb Blamba. Today we're discussing the 16 undeniable laws of communication. Apply them and make the most of your message. The author of the book is John Maxwell. The book is published in 2023. Want to share a number of my favorite insights, starting with credibility, conviction, motivational teacher, capture ideas, connect with others, turn the faucet on, the other side of yes. Storytelling, and finish it off with put a 10 on people's head. So let's kick it off with the introduction. Quote If your desire is to share any kind of message, you want to be able to make the most of the message. Can you? According to Harvard Business Review, the number one criteria for advancement and promotion for professionals is an ability to communicate effectively. It is also vital to our everyday life. Communication is how we influence others, it's essential to developing and maintaining relationships. It's at the heart of our social activity. Yet at the same time, public speaking, which I define as communicating a message to a group of two or more people, intimidates a lot of people. In one of his routines, stand-up comedian Jerry Seinfeld said, I saw a study that said speaking in front of a crowd is considered the number one fear of the average person. I found that amazing. Number two was death. Death is number two? This means to the average person, if you have to be at a funeral, You would rather be in the casket than doing the eulogy. It doesn't have to be that way. I've written the 16 Undeniable Laws of Communication to help anyone give a talk to others. Just as I work to help people with leadership, teamwork, and personal growth with my other law books, I want to help you with communication with this one. Billionaire businessman and philanthropist Warren Buffett said, The one easy way to become worth 50% more than you are now, at least, is to hone your communication skills, both written and verbal. You can have all the brain power in the world, but you have to be able to transmit it, and the transmission is communication. End quote. I was absolutely thrilled to hear about John Maxwell's new book because I firmly believe that effective communication plays an important role in so many aspects of life. This book isn't just for aspiring public speakers addressing large crowds. It teaches you how to communicate well with your team, your family, in business, with your community, or in any situation involving conversations with two or more people. I am delighted to share a selection of my favorite insights from this book. So let's get started. Insight number one, credibility. Quote, if you speak words, you do not live. You lack authenticity and your communication will not be successful communication doesn't begin with your audience. It begins with you. That's true for everyone who wants to become a good communicator. The relationship we have with ourselves determines the relationships we have with others. If we don't accept who we are, if we are uncomfortable with ourselves, if we don't know our own strengths and weaknesses, if we aren't authentic, then the attempts we make to connect with others will misfire." End quote. You see, when the person delivering the message is someone you can trust, the message itself has more impact. And that trust starts with being honest, not just on the outside, but from within. People have this knack for picking up on whether the message matches the person delivering it, and you don't have to act like you're perfect. This reminds me of a great quote attributed to John Maxwell. He said, "'If you want to impress people, "'tell them about your successes. "'If you want to impact people, Tell them about your mistakes. Credibility is the absolute first step on your path to becoming a great communicator. Try your best to be genuine, know yourself, and talk about what you truly understand. When you do that, you're on the right track to connecting with your main audience. Insight number two, the power of conviction. Quote, what do you truly believe in? What value do you hold so dear that it's deep inside your heart and soul? What belief is so strong in you that you would be willing to live your life for it, so important that you would give your life for it? That is a conviction for you. As a good communicator, you should seek to speak on subjects connected to what you deeply believe, to your strongest convictions. Why? Because the stronger you believe it, the more people feel it. Having convictions changes your life. Communicating with conviction changes other people's lives. I have a conviction that has charged me up and driven me to keep communicating into my 70s, and that conviction often causes me to be emotional. I believe when people learn and live good values, they become more valuable to themselves and others. They gain value because they become more confident. They do what's right, even when it's difficult, and they develop self-worth. It transforms their lives. From my own journey, let me share something with you. Conviction is a game-changer. In my current role, I get to chat with folks every day, and when I dive into these topics that I truly think can supercharge lives, boost mental well-being, and crank up personal awareness, the feedback I get is just incredibly motivating. People will often mention the energy and passion that shines through when I'm talking about these topics. It's all thanks to my unwavering belief in what I am talking about and my deep-rooted desire to help others grow. That's one of the main reasons I started this podcast. I have this deep-rooted belief I can make a difference and that I can help others improve their lives. How strong is your conviction meter reading today? And what can you do to turn up the dial a few notches and really pour some heart and soul into your expertise? Remember, when it comes to being impactful, conviction is a critical ingredient. Insight number three, motivational teacher. Quote, the speaker's challenge is to take an audience from know-how to do now. You want to help them apply what they learn and share it with others. I did not want to be a motivational speaker. Instead, I would become a motivational teacher. I wanted people to do more than feel good. I wanted them to go home feeling informed and inspired enough to take action to improve their lives. I still want them to do that now. Not only that, but I want them to share what they've learned with others so that they apply and multiply what I've given them. If I could describe possibilities to people that will expand their ability and capacity, give them a clear path towards these possibilities, help them believe in themselves, and inspire them to act, I can genuinely help them. And that's what communication is all about. End quote. The core challenge for any speaker isn't just about imparting knowledge. It's about facilitating a transformation from knowing to doing. It's about lighting that spark within your audience that compels them to take tangible actions. Many speakers aim to be motivational, and there's certainly value in that. But there's a distinctive power in being a motivational teacher. It's about equipping your listeners with practical tools and insights that empower them to make real changes in their own lives. Your aim as a speaker should be to motivate people to put their newly acquired knowledge into practice after they hear you talk, not just walk away with a fleeting feeling of well-being. Insight number four, capture ideas. Quote, Most speakers write a message and spend hours, days, or weeks searching for ideas, quotes, stories, and anecdotes to include. They think, I read that somewhere. Which book was that in? And start rummaging through their bookshelves, or they start searching the internet. When I sit down to write a message, I spend mere minutes gathering top-notch material. How is that possible? I've been looking for material for almost 60 years, and I have captured the best and filed it where I can put my hands on it literally in seconds. When I am reading a book, if I find a quote I like, I stop right then and mark it on the page in brackets. And I ask myself, what subject should that be filed under? When I know that answer, I write the word next to the passage. Then I flip to the inside cover of the book and write the page number where I saw the quote and the subject." You know those times when you find an insight and wonder, why didn't I think of that? Well, that is how I felt after reading this simple idea. I don't believe this idea only benefits aspiring speakers, but offers up a great way to recall and integrate new ideas into your own life. This is one way to go about it if you want to lead a life that is dedicated to improving the lives of others. You want life-changing ideas at your fingertips, and using this simple strategy makes it possible. Insight number five, connecting with others. Quote, the law of connecting is by far the most important idea in this book. Why? Why? because communication is all about others. Too many speakers put all their emphasis on content. They believe content has more value than connection. That's not true. While both content and connection are important, good communicators know connection is more important than content. When you listen to someone talk to others, you know immediately what they value, themselves, their content, or their audience. People who focus on themselves seek to gain attention. Speakers who focus on content give out information. Communicators who focus on others make a connection. Until you connect with people, there will be a barrier between you and them. No matter how good your content is, people will not receive it as well as they would if you connected first. Without connection, they may be interested, but they won't be inspired. End quote. You know, with our increased reliance on virtual communication, the art of connecting has taken on an even greater significance. It's all too easy for folks to get sidetracked, lose focus, or simply zone out during those video calls. It's almost like your audience turns into passive observers, just staring through a window at you, disengaged. These days, mastering the skill of holding their attention and forging that meaningful connection is paramount. Maxwell shares the keys to connecting with others. First, realize you are not the main attraction. Then, make your first impression your best impression, be intentional in seeking to understand their world, be personal, and develop charisma. These are from the chapter on the law of connection. Although I think these points are self-explanatory, please consider reading the book for greater depth on these keys to connecting with other people. Insight number six, turn the faucet on. When you are asked to speak, what is your reaction? Excitement? Fear? Nerves? If you can turn on your sense of anticipation, believing that you can do a good job, and then you can help people, it will start you on a great track because anticipation is a key to self-discipline. If you procrastinate, it may be because you do not anticipate that something positive will happen. But if you anticipate that the speech you are going to prepare will make a positive difference for people, you'll hardly be able to wait to get started preparing it. That's the way I always feel. Every day, I spend time preparing messages or writing books. Every day. I am usually up at 5.30 a.m. at my desk working on them. If I'm traveling, I write whenever I can, wherever I am. My anticipation faucet is always in the on position. I'm excited to get up and prepare because I believe what I write and say will make a positive difference in people's lives. Don't wait for an opportunity to start getting ready. Get ready and then find an opportunity. Ever had that mix of feelings when you're asked to speak? It's like a roller coaster of emotions runs through you. Excitement, fear, and a dose of nerve. Well, you're not alone. Let me explain. If you can flip that switch in your mind to anticipation, it's like magic. Believing that you've got what it takes to deliver a great speech and truly help people is the starting point for something special. Anticipation is like the secret sauce of self-discipline. To be honest, this is how I treat every episode of my podcast. Although it is many hours of effort each week to read the book, write out the podcast script, record, edit, and publish each episode, My focus as I begin the process each week is anticipation, because I have this belief that at least one person out there will benefit from my efforts. That is all it takes for me to continue. Insight number seven, the other side of yes. Quote, you already know there is a relationship between what we expect and what we experience. Your expectations, more than anything else in life, determine your reality. If you expect every person, challenge and opportunity in life to give you a no, that's what you'll get. If you always expect life's answers to be yes, you will get them. And if you can live on the other side of yes, you can experience a life that believes in nearly limitless possibilities. Why do I think this is possible? Because research shows that people who believe in themselves use more of their brains. They have more brain power to solve problems because they approach them from many different angles and adapt their approaches as needed. End quote. I have developed a deep appreciation for the word yes because of the incredible potential it holds. Yes is like granting yourself permission, opening the door to endless possibilities. It's the spark of momentum and excitement that propels you toward growth. The most important piece for me is to say yes to things that nurture my well-being. Living on the other side of yes is an invitation to embrace change, seek opportunities, challenge your comfort zones, fuel curiosity, and create momentum. I'm really excited about this insight, and you might be thinking, how do you actually start living on the other side of yes? Well, that's a great question. Here are three suggestions. First, have a growth mindset, welcome challenges as growth opportunities. You either win or you learn. Second, start small. If your fears hold you back from saying yes to big opportunities, start by saying yes to smaller ones. And finally, reflect often. I believe this is something most people don't practice often enough they don't reflect on their current journey and make the appropriate adjustments. Insight number eight, the power of storytelling. Quote, if you want to become an excellent communicator, you need to learn the law of storytelling because people see their own lives in stories. Cognitive psychologist Jerome Brunner estimates people are 22 times more likely to remember a fact when it has been wrapped in a story. Why? Because stories are memorable they help us grab the gist of an idea quickly, and they trigger emotion. Decades of research and centuries of wisdom make clear that our brains are wired to remember well-told stories long after the facts grow old. Those who are able to share meaningful and impactful narratives become success stories themselves. End quote. I'd like to take a moment to share a personal storytelling experience. In my company, we have what we call a safety or behavior share. These are 5 to 10 minute slots at the beginning of a meeting where the meeting host can share insights to educate people on safety or behavior. Now here's where my story begins. I started my career as a school teacher and during my first year in that role, I had an absolutely remarkable or perhaps you could call it unbelievable experience. I told this story after the tragic passing of Twitch. If you don't know who Twitch is, that was Ellen DeGeneres' DJ. I connected that tragic loss with what I had encountered during my early days as a teacher. I decided to weave this story into one of my safety shares, specifically on the topic of mental health. To my surprise, the impact was profound. For weeks after that talk, people who had listened were approaching me, sharing how deeply they resonated with the story and how they would never forget the message that was shared that day. It was a powerful reminder of the lasting influence of storytelling. I plan to share this story on my podcast very soon. It is very difficult to tell, but I believe drives home a very important message. Insight number nine, put a 10 on people's head. Quote, perhaps the most effective action I take in valuing people is to put a 10 on everyone's head. By that I mean I assume every person is a 10 out of 10 when I meet them. Why? Because everyone deserves a good start. When I walk out on stage and look at the crowd, I see a sea of 10s. I choose to expect the best of people. I believe every person is worth helping, can apply my message, and will benefit from doing it." End quote. This is from the chapter on the law of adding value to people. It's interesting that when we meet people for the first time, we have a tendency to judge them. We might think about what they're good at and what they're not so good at. The tricky part is that once we've made up our minds about them, we usually stick to those judgments, even if they're not entirely fair. And that's where we might go wrong because we could miss out on getting to know some really talented people. So here's a novel idea. Why not start by assuming everyone is a 10? Like they're really great until their actions show us otherwise. It's a more open and fair way to approach people, don't you think? That concludes the insights I wanted to share from the 16 Undeniable Laws of Communication by John Maxwell. I hope you can take one or more of these insights and start applying them to your life. Until next time, stay curious and keep embracing the wonders of knowledge. Talk to you soon. You've been listening to Philosopher Insights with your host, Herb Bland. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.